0: Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy.
1: Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny 2 Informing. Right, welcome welcome come on and have a seat sit down do whatever you're doing uh this is uh episode 109 of funny to inform is it
2: 109 i was just gonna ask you what episode are we on. it's
1: yeah it's 109 because 108 was the interview we had with sid vicious oh you're right psycho sid and then um yeah so this is fti live 8 though
2: oh see that's where it's throwing us yeah, off. yeah, yeah you know what i mean fti so, live 8 thank you for joining us yeah uh, i'm chris pizza peisenberg coleman this is your host, John Han. John Hanonymous. Is that what we're calling <laughs> yeah. you now? Gotcha. Yeah, the
1: King of Brown Bags. <laughs> um yeah, and then we uh and we, who have we a bring guest. tonight. Yeah, because it's the uh, first show of the month. Uh like we said, once a month we are going to be uh having it's the our, first of the month. Uh, our up, our, get our get guest up. on Coco uh, is joining us. Our guest
2: singer. He's gonna serenade us with Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, under <laughs> undercurrenting the entire show. Thank you for joining us.
1: Yeah, man. Uh it's always good to have you on. Uh so like like I said, it's the top of the month. So we're going to be talking about some sports, uh, you know, a little bit later on, because uh, October's here. So baseball postseason is kicking baseball off.
2: Postseason,
1: and then uh, Mr. the NFL. October
2: isn't that a thing? They call people that uh, when yeah, they're good or something. Point. When uh, you're good, Derek at it? Jeter
1: was. Oh, was, was that, that a nickname October? specifically yeah.
2: for him? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I brought that up.
1: Yeah, I was. Gonna, if I to, sucks. I was gonna guess that that was like an award that somebody got like in the month. Like whoever had the best postseason got Mister yeah, October every could, year. Yeah, right. They like an MVP, an
2: a Mister October award.
1: Well, well, they do. It's called MVP. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we don't really have too much. I don't think we have Digi here. So we or got be- nothing. You know, we're going
2: old school this week, guys. If you're looking now, you can see on camera. I we this isn't my notes this week. We have no notes. We're going uh, old school. That's why <laughs> we're like Matt. Come on in, join us. Do sports talky stuff. And uh, and we we do have a phone interview. We
1: do. We're talking to uh, Jeff Davis. He's um an actor, and he does other things. You know, he's worked um you know uh, as you know stage uh, setting up equipment and stuff. And uh, some a little stage bit hand of,
2: work. Yeah, some hand model work. A little bit of things here, here and there. there. He's a handy dude. We'll say that. <laughs> yeah. And, no, uh, Brazos, 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 yeah, Showdown yes, on the Brazzers, Brazos. And, Brazos. I, and i sorry,
1: haven't. I misspoke. <laughs> oh.
3: It's fine, I'll oh. correct you.
2: Uh, I like and then, that. Uh, Matt and I pre show, we coordinated pastel right. shirts, <laughs> 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 part of the new gang, pastel pistols. What up? Don't fuck with us. Uh,
1: and then we have Scoop on the Group, and I like um, how you powered right through that. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza's picks, do you have pizza picks? Oh, that, uh, uh yeah.
2: Cool. No, actually I do. I do have a good pizzas pick this week.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Um cuz we were hanging out actually a few days ago, we uh, actually got together cuz we don't really hang out too much, nope. you know, outside of uh, you know, doing podcasting Just kind of like live a little
3: bit far away. Fuck this yeah, guy. We
1: used well. to quite a bit, but not lately anymore, but it was cool, you know, we um, you know, your former uh, co-host from 1K away Ken, yep. um, you know, we had a little bit of a pool party type thing going on.
3: Came down, he's got a new baby and Went yeah is that
1: pretty much like and I'm sure it's a short story but is that pretty much why 1k away for the most part stopped
3: uh, I mean main reason for that was j- Ken got a, an amazing job opportunity um, to move out of state and we had a long conversation about trying to keep it going like remotely but um, with him the potential or the potential of him or well not the potential because he was but becoming a uh, father of a young baby going to a new job it was just like hey man, like you don't know, we really don't know what the requirements going to be for everything for him when mm-hmm. he relocated. So instead of trying to drag- trying to do something and then just dragging it on just to do it, yeah. it was just like let's just you know hey we've had an amazing run we made some great friends and you know hopefully he, he wants to move back here eventually and if that comes back maybe one k away. Well. It was
2: cool to see him and meet the baby. Yeah, yeah. Week. Oh
1: man,
3: I
2: mean, see, his family first, his wife Michelle, absolutely. It was good to see them all in high spirits, and I've definitely been on that side of a show breaking up because people have to move across the state or to another state or whatever. Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we John, saw... give it time. Yeah, I one know. day one of us will go away from here.
1: Uh, don't tell me that, <laughs> buddy. No he... more show. Mm-mm, don't tell me that. <laughs> not not, not, imagine not right now. Imagine if you
3: moved out of Orlando how long of a drive you'd have to go to pick him up. Oh my god. No. <laughs> it depends where. Once a I would. shows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you come get me in Miami.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh but it, and you didn't look too bad, actually, when Thanks. we were at the pool party for the yeah. Sober October. like I mean, it's only a few days in, uh, granted. you didn't look too bad. You are, are handling it well so far. Oh, yeah.
2: I'm uh, four days, three days in. is as, as we record, it's only three days in. And uh, this has been my biggest challenge, podcasting. Not having podcast a beer use. with... Yeah, sponsored by G Fuel this week. Is that what yeah, we're calling it? Yeah, G Fuel. Matt brought some powder in a bottle, and I'm trusting it with my life. So I'll let you guys know how it is. It's supposed to be like energy drink, right? No yep. sugar, no. Yeah, well I bullshit. mean I think there's
3: a little sugar, but it's it's a pyramid no, like, scheme you guys should buy yeah. in today.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, it's a lot cheaper than the like one to two a day Red Bulls I was drinking, so Okay.
2: And yeah. see that's the that's the boat I'm on, so Yeah. If yeah. it works and it saves you some money. Shit. And you can be at the bottom of the pyramid working your way yeah, towards that top. That's right.
1: I mean I'm here drinking a monster end. Uh, a Yingling.
3: So you know, honestly, I'm just waiting for November to start, so we see Chris on No Sober November, where he's drunk every day. I know. Yeah, yeah I'm probably yeah. gonna be red. And when his to tolerance worse than ever, tolerance right, is tolerance. way down. And then my
2: bottles of JMO will last me two weeks.
1: <laughs> You'll take two shots and be ripped out of yeah. your mind. Oh yeah,
2: can't can't wait. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, okay, so wake um... <laughs> me up
2: when November comes. Billy Joel had it wrong the whole time.
1: I don't know, you, yeah, I know what uh what to do with that. Uh, <laughs> Nothing.
2: Just keep pressing forward.
1: Okay. Um. There was a. Oh wait. Okay. Did you? We didn't talk about this. I don't think yet. But I know you went to the Bone Thugs and Harmony concert recently. Yep. Um. Are they? Because they got. A, they're getting older. Obviously. Uh, there's no way that it could have been like that. That was actually last week. Good of a, right
2: after we wrapped up the show. Remember, I was like, I gotta go as soon as we're done. So, were you doing the? Were
1: you doing the sober thing already? No. 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 no, no, no. Okay.
2: But we were drinking, yeah, no, we were drinking. We finished off the bottle of Jameson last week on the show, John. You forgot because we finished off the bottle of Jameson, but uh, but that, we did, okay. And then right after that show, I went down to um, uh, Hard Rock.
3: Quick question though: Was a a bag of any sort involved after finishing off that bottle of Jameson? No. Nope.
2: Actually, show, no. That no? we finished that off, and I drank a beer during the show, and then I left, and I didn't have anything else to drink the rest of that night. I was, well, I'm proud of you, John. I was almost. And I sober. fine. I was yeah, almost sober October right there, and that was still September. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, so uh, I was a good boy. When you went to Bone Thug, do you you remember the concert then? I was I was if Stone you didn't Cold. Drink. Steve okay. Austin.
2: Um oh, pouring p- beers on my face. No, I was I was sober. Okay, so how was it? It was a good time. Um it was real chill. It was at uh Hard Rock at um at Universal City Walk down there. Um it's a great concert venue, but it was kinda like just general admission. The the balcony wasn't open, so there was no seats. It was just everyone kind of stand kind of punk rock style, standing at at it's almost like you know. It's like a gym gym stage almost. You're in your gymnasium. So like how There's, many how many people? There was literally a couple hundred people there. It was not kind like of a, a small huge crowd. Thing. Okay, but it was comfortable to say the least. Obviously, you know there was there wasn't like nobody going crazy or anything anything too over the top. Um, and because I was chill and not having drinks, I was very calm and some dude myself. I didn't know where I was going, so I couldn't bring anything to smoke either. I was going to
3: say, was there a very good aroma? No, there there was
2: all around me, but I couldn't partake because I didn't have anything, and nobody was... Handing me anything. They were too far away. They were on the periphery. I couldn't, I would stick my hand out and I couldn't reach it. <laughs> please. Sir. Yeah, please include me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, okay. Well, uh, should we do the buzzword? I yeah, actually, let's I, get the buzzword me, out of the way. Thank it you. It just hit me right now before we, because oh, I do want to keep talking about okay, that. Because so I want to see if you guys don't pay attention. I'm going to yeah, show it for the uh, camera
2: and I will share it quietly on mic. Is for it cover, those listening. cover, Eyes and Ears? Eyes and Ears. Hold on, hold on. The buzzword uh, this week is sober. <laughs> we've said it several times so you should already be drinking it's
1: the first of the month so yeah, so, yeah. oh
2: thank you I, I like he provided like some elevator music in the background <laughs> you were doing your own crazy thing over here that's was popping i don't Matt's know singing uh first of the month by bone thugs he kept us oh, on topic genius
1: yeah for the first show of the month and um, you know yeah, first very, show of the month very coincidental yeah. that you went to a bone thugs uh,
2: right well it was actually it was their 25th anniversary tour. This is why they're touring. I wasn't sure. I was like, do they have a new album? Man, they've been around that long? Yeah, man. I guess their first By album came out By the way, Funny 94. to inform Me doesn't
3: hold the rights to any of the music that was sung during this episode.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was yeah, a nope. cover. It falls under the rights of cover, so I think we're covered, legally.
1: I, I would hope so. I
2: believe really. we
1: are. Uh, okay, so you went to the concert. There was a bunch of aroma in the air, which would, one, would piss me off, because I get kind of jealous when I'm smelling it, and then I can't right. partake uh, in any of that myself. Right, and it was a but,
2: surprise. I had no idea where I was going.
1: So, And then you, had, you stood up the whole time. Yeah, because yeah. you were guessing because I we, I didn't want to tell Coleman where we were going, so he or where no not where we were going because I wasn't going, but he uh, he was sitting there telling me, oh I know what it is, it's this or that or whatever. Oh yeah, a
2: friend was having a comedy show that night and he was getting trying to get people to come out, and it was at the exact time it was at eight thirty or whatever, and she told me that whatever we were going to started at eight thirty. So I was like, "Oh, we're well, clearly she's taking me to that, like not a big deal." You don't, you don't think bar. I would have
1: went to that, like the, like because I, I was like, go. "Oh,
2: it's weird, you're not going." Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. That, that should have told you right then and there. I thought it's not- you had
2: to get home to the girlfriend. She was cracking the whip.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> I, I do what I want, man. <laughs> I do whatever I want. You can't tell me, you can't
2: hold me down. South Park throwback. Um, so did Bun- apparently
1: uh, she doesn't listen to the show no 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 nope. she doesn't recorded an I, intro
2: did her part and never looked back <laughs> yeah. smartest woman yeah, ever that's Shout the only out way
1: Sam. it's the only way i could talk uh talk so tough it's uh, because she doesn't listen which and if she does i'll apologize for it later um
3: <laughs> I'll, 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 cl- I'll clip this section and send yeah it to her. it'll get back to her
2: somehow <laughs> i'll either
1: apologize for it or pay for it later um okay so do is bone thugs and harmony still as good have you seen them live any time prior or
2: No, I'd never seen them live before. This is your first time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Okay,
1: so uh, Uh, they're
2: you know a little past their prime. And here's one knock I've always had against like uh, most hip hop groups, especially the bigger ones. If you've ever seen them live or seen video of them live, even it's like they're just all like out there hanging out and drinking and smoking or whatever, and they're kind of playing the track in the background, and then they just might jump on for. Apart and do maybe they'll do a whole verse, maybe they'll do a line, maybe they'll just do just do every end word. It's so, just
3: so what you're saying is they dusted off the CD from 1998, put it onto the background, it's kind of well. Along that, that, a well, bit. that
2: that wasn't so much the case here, but it, there were definitely parts of that. And I will say because they're a four or five person group, a couple of them I feel like we're doing a much better job live performing than some of the others.
1: Well, and was it one of those scenarios where they were just I don't, like?
2: I, honestly, I don't know them well enough to know if it was like crazy or busy or lazy or fizzy or any of the, the Gover <laughs> and doc. I don't know which one it was, but yeah.
3: Do you do, do you think if you were wasted, it would have been like a maybe a better experience? Yeah, or probably because it was just the fact like that you were bla- like, sober or like that? loud
2: music, you know? Because yeah. it's you know it's just like heavy bass, you know. But it was cool to hear like when they did their obviously their big fucking hits, like the big three: Crossroads, First of the Month and fuck what was their other one i heard i loved it when i heard it oh they have like a weed smoking song and oh they had the one they did with biggie smalls a little later in their career a couple of years after I mean, were you at you were at original. least drinking right you weren't fully sober for this no i was no i wasn't was- drinking i didn't i had a I st- i had a tummy tummy rumble my tummy was aching so i was like i'm not gonna drink anymore Aww. i slammed a couple beers here and then we were drinking jameson and shit and i i hadn't eaten dinner and i was like I thought maybe we were going to dinner again. I didn't know where the fuck we were going. So I, I just feel like Bone, just th- show up bone Thugs unknowing. would
3: have to be like one of those groups she would have to see somewhat shit faced. Yeah, yeah, I know because, it would have helped because
1: I don't think there's a lot of choreography or anything going
3: no, on. Like, they don't no, 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 no. Nope, like nope, one guy's nope. wearing a white beater and spinning a shirt around as like he's rapping <laughs> yeah. at some point. Like there's always one of those. or something. Why didn't you yeah. tell
2: me you were there, bro? We could have <laughs> hung out.
1: <laughs> it's just a party.
3: That's yeah. what happened.
2: Yeah, it was just a party on stage. I mean, it was cool, and they talked a little bit between songs. You know how bands do that.
1: Did they get lazy and like just hold the microphone? he was to the crowd? there. He was rapping. Did they hold the? There's a, a dude to the named crowd? Lazy Bone. I know I know, okay. I know, I know, I know. you Lazy Bone. You're so funny. Apparently, John was there too. I'm <laughs> so so being dead
2: serious. There really is a dude named Lazy Bone, and he was holding the microphone into the crowd, just, <laughs> just letting
1: them sing the parts. Yeah, yeah or... absolutely.
2: For like the choruses of the fucking yeah, first of the month and Crossroads and shit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
3: I see like a lot of these bands do this now, where like they supposedly pull one random person they don't know can play an instrument or sing oh, up right. on stage, no, and all happen. of a sudden they like rock it out. That is
2: cool though yeah they'll pull like a 14 year old kid oh he says he knows every lick of the guitar solo somebody, just get him a yeah guitar. right Let's do this and then he's done. and he's fucking famous yeah. the next week right mm. no it didn't happen yeah. um, not at this giant show speaking of like the the 20 no, 20- it's cool like i mean we know we went into it, it not experience. knowing yeah we had no idea what to expect i had never seen him Adri took me i'm sure she had never seen him live before
1: uh, spe- uh speaking of t- uh 24 20- fifth anniversaries uh friends like just went into theaters or something um theaters yeah well yeah friends i think they're playing like a couple
2: episodes it's like oh okay like it's a replay i was like they're making a movie
1: it's only for a few days too okay no well they do have extra content supposedly they bring the whole crew back and that you know there's some never before seen stuff plus some bonus things that they i guess they promised
2: chandler crack is that how they got him (laughs) I got a bad off last night. Yo,
1: there was one season there where he was like looking healthy and then the next season like if you watch the end of the one episode of I don't even whatever, mean back then, I mean then, since. No, I mean even it's in the middle of it. post
2: friend's career. Real cracky.
1: There's yeah. no way he's doing better with that. I would I mean unless cuz you're not making any more money so you can't spend more money on drugs, so
2: eh, no, fine, you, you just suck be. enough dick to get the money you need for the drugs for the next <laughs> hour. Then you suck another dick. Coco told me.
1: Mm, mm, that's a good strategy. <laughs>
3: well, yeah. I, I mean, I was just relaying what John had said. Ah,
1: okay. Oh, full circle. Now I remember that. Uh, yeah. You know,
3: speak, speaking of TV shows that are becoming movies, are you guys uh, Breaking Bad fans? Yeah. Oh,
1: the, yeah. funny
3: you, it's yeah. See you see bring that up. For that? El oh, Camino. God.
2: El Camino, dude. El Camino. We were going to actually talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, um, Yeah. because we, well, cause we were going to kind of tease the interview that we have coming up here soon um, with Larry Hankin. Who's uh? uh with Actually, speaking of Friends, too, is was Mr. Heckles on Friends. Yeah, right? And what then a the weird junkyard circle guy where you brought it all into. In El Coco Camino. Really knows what we're
2: going to talk about. He brought up something else we were going to say last show. I love it. He's like <laughs> on the wavelength.
1: He's a perfect. But yeah, so
2: we talked to Larry Hankin recently after we talked to Sid Vicious, which that shows up now. That's why our count is now off. The Sid Vicious episode is what? 108? 108,
1: yeah. And then no. this is FTI Live 8. But what? this is episode 109.
2: Ah, gotcha. So now in it's the, one behind. The stream. I fucked um, it I'm all honest, up. I should have. Where did he go, George? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sid Vicious is the most recent one as we were sitting record right now tonight. Um, and so after we talked to him a couple days later, we talked to Larry Hankin. That'll that'll be up soon. But he talked about he's in the most recent um teaser trailer they put out. It's called Go For Joe. Mm-hmm. He's sitting in the junkyard. And they've got cranes going in the background, like picking up all the trash and moving it around. And he just – the phone rings in the office and he answers the phone and says, go for Joe. And then you – obviously you only hear his side of the conversation. And he says, of course I know who that is. By now everyone knows who you are, and then it cuts. It's a really short teaser trailer. Dun it's, dun
3: dun! Yeah, 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 it's it's like totally, yeah, it was
2: shot so well too. Just for a little 10-second clip, it's like, man, this is. This, it looks really. I mean, good. I mean, I remember yeah, him yeah.
1: most from like Billy Madison.
2: He was great, Carl in yeah. Billy Madison. We uh, talked to him a little about that role. Um, he definitely talks about. He let
1: him. us know what he thought of. Uh, of you know adam, adam sandler, <Sandler and, and his comedy and, and the movies and
2: that movie and why he did it and he had to cut his hair and shit it was it was a good interview well, and how long That'll ago be like
3: billy madison was what late 90s early 2000s no maybe? no it was like 94
2: like early 90s up. man it's probably 25 years it was out at the same time as bone thugs and friends
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know right that's the other way it comes full circle it's uh yeah it's all this stuff i'm is, pretty sure it was early 90s it really blows your mind like how long ago that really was you know right. it's uh, even like when you said bone thugs in harmony is 25th 25th anniversary. i was close
2: i said 94
1: geez yeah that's tw- almost 25 years ago yeah, yeah absolutely and it's like when friends is going through their 25th anniversary or bone thugs has their 25th thing it's like really that was that
3: Yo, long he looks ago like age as well though like for for being an older guy because he looked like an older guy in Billy, i'm Madison. saying he
2: looked Old there. Right. I feel like he's always kind had that grayish like. hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now he's just a little more, you know, older looking in the face. But he, I mean, he he was our Sid interview was great. He gave us about half an hour. Larry, though, Larry gave us about an hour.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. He was,
2: it was uh, I had no idea. I went into it not expecting that. He we wasn't got, holding back. We got most of all of our questions out and he uh he could continue on conversation. It looks like well. he could
3: be the brother from uh Doc from Back
1: to the Future.
2: No, he could be. He could be a uh, skinny Doc. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: his crazy brother. If well, it couldn't be his crazy brother because Doc's already, Doc's already crazy. crazy. Yeah, he's the level-headed
3: the-
2: brother. He could be <laughs> Carl. He could be his, his character Carl from Billy Madison.
3: I get a good corporate
2: job. Where we're going. uh, We're a mad scientist. Where we're going, there are only roads. (laughs) He's very calm. No, yeah.
1: uh, But that's going to be coming out here soon, kind of sort of soon in the next few days. I don't know if uh, before the next show that we do live. So, but, um, which by the way, we are, uh, doing on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook Live, uh, twitch.tv or YouTube.com. Every Thursday. Amplified network. Yep. Thursdays at 7 p.m. And, um, I think. It is time for us to give Jeff Davis a call. You want
2: to give Jeff Davis a call?
1: Yeah, try to uh, figure out what's been going on in the uh, world of cinema. I know he's got some things that he's been working on, which one of the things is... Um, we, we talked
2: about it a little bit.
1: We were talking with Bill Foster last week, and he was mentioning his new uh, project, Showdown on the Brazos.
2: Showdown on the Brazos. And Jeff Brazos. Davis is
1: one of the actors in uh, <laughs> Showdown on the Brazos. I think he's playing like a reverend or something.
2: But, okay. Um, I'm sure he can clue us in a little deeper on that. Yeah,
1: and he's been um, you know, doing uh, things related to film and entertainment since um, about 25 years ago. If we're okay. sticking to that number. You ready you know, to go, Amp? It,
2: yeah. Cool. We got ringy-dingy.
1: Let's see if we... Hello? Hey, is this uh, Jeff? It is. Hey, Jeff, it's uh, John and uh, Chris from Funny to Informing.
0: Hey, man, how are you?
2: Good. How you doing, buddy? We're actually, we brought a friend along this week, too. He does a little sports segment we're going to do after we talk to you. His name's Matt. He's sitting with us tonight, too.
0: Yellow. Hey, Matt. How are you?
1: Doing good, man. Hey, uh, okay. So we were kind of, um, you know, teasing, uh, you a little bit, uh, in the beginning before we got you on the line. And, uh, it seems like your career as like, you know, and, primarily an actor, um, goes back into like the mid to early nineties. Uh, so you've been at this for a long time, I see. Um, and I just wanted to start off with pretty much what we ask everybody because everybody's story is a little bit different. How did you get into, um, working in the entertainment and film industry?
0: Well, um, I just, you know, I'm from Maine, so people don't usually leave. And, um, <laughs> I, I just kind of, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, that's Something about the state that people just don't go anywhere. They don't, they don't dare try anything different. But, um, I was in my mid twenties and, uh, I had my own business. I owned a fitness store. I sold fitness equipment and kind of like a GNC, sold clothing and, and some equipment and supplements. And, um, I did a, I did a play. I thought it was kind of, kind of cool. And I kind of put it on the back burner. And then I saw this, this girl who was in a play with me. I saw her on a soap opera. Okay. And I, I had never, no formal acting training. I did one little, just a little class at the local college, did that play. And when I saw her, I, something clicked and said, you know what, that's, that's really what I want to do. So I sold everything and just flew to LA. Oh, just okay. Started and at then the ground, you yeah, started, started, hit the ground running and started at the bottom with no training and just, uh, learned as I, as I went.
1: That's a pretty uh, a pretty raw start, uh, yeah. Because most people don't just like kind of dive head first into it like that.
2: And it seems like you've kind of been all over the place on you know on on all sides of the camera. You've done a little bit of everything. Not it's not just strictly acting.
0: Well, I mean, mostly acting. I, I, I've got a film that I'm trying to put together right now that'll be my first. It'll be my directorial debut. The Demons Within, a little little uh, horror film, but. Uh, you know, I've done some stand-in work and I've done some stunt work, and but mostly, mostly it has been acting. But uh, yeah, because I yeah, did notice I, I am branching out now.
1: Yeah, because I did notice like how, yeah. when you first started, it was like some stunt work and things like that. And one of the things I noticed was like Wes Craven's New Nightmare. You know, the Freddy Krueger character. It, your character in that was Freddy's hand double. It like how, well, that's a yeah, that's what they, Go
2: ahead.
1: No, I was trying to wrap my head around it and understand it, and I hope you um, could clear yeah, it up.
0: <laughs>
2: walk us through that hand.
0: Yeah, well, actually, I was, I was Robert England's stand-in and photo devil. So anytime you saw Freddy and you didn't see his face, um, all the little hand gestures and stuff, I was doing that. But then also, um, they gave me a little role in the movie. I'm in, I'm the opening, opening scene in the movie. I am the actor, uh, a movie within the movie playing, you know, cut, I cut my own arm off and I oh. it shows me building this metal, this metal, uh, robotic Freddy hand and I, Cut my own hand off, and I slammed that on there. And then you see Wes Craven, and he's like, "More blood, more blood." And so that was the opening <laughs> scene, which was pretty really like cool. That. And it was that was my that was my first movie, so it was pretty cool. And I actually it was originally called The Creator, but for some reason it came out on the credits as Hand Double, and it won't change. So that's that's what mixes people up.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Do you do you have a um like a genre or um I guess like a category of film that you like uh, prefer over everything else, you know, or like, like maybe horror. Is that like your preference?
0: No, my preference, is, if I had, it would be, uh, probably Westerns. I love Westerns. Okay. I've only done one and that was, that was this, this year. So my first Western, but that's down the road. I would love to be able to, uh, I would, I'd, I'd love to do 15 or 20 more Westerns that I love. Them.
2: And that's the, that's the one you're working on. Do you just finished up? or you are working on currently with, uh, with Bill Foster showdown on the Brazos?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm done with that, but he's still finishing it up. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. We actually just talked to Bill last week, so it's it's ironic that we get you this week on you know having yeah. just come off, and he told us he's still kind of finishing up. He was giving us kind of some insight on shooting out there and and some of the difficulties of it, but yet how kind of how much they get knocked out. Yeah, with cause, his work schedule, because
1: we want to follow up with it and try to promote it as best as possible. He said, um, you know, they're trying to just figure out like the logistics of like where it's going to be, um, like aired, you know, or available to the public,
0: right? Yeah, that's, it's, it's, you know, once it's, once he gets it edited and ready to go, then it's a process of hitting a few festivals and then finding distribution of some sort. So, yeah, it's, that's the independent film business. You just don't know where it's going to end up. You, you, you shoot it with one thing in mind and you hope for the best, but you never know.
1: Yeah. And I mean, uh, there's always a lot scarier approach with independent films. You know, it could be a hit or miss, you know, it's uh, up in the air like that. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I mean, a lot of the bigger money films, they actually have distribution lined up ahead of time, and that's where they get some of their money and stuff. But when you just go out and shoot a film, I mean, at least there's more options now. You've got you know, you've got uh, all the cable stations and the Hulu, the Netflix, and such. They usually find a home somewhere.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, and um, with like you've been, I've noticed in like a lot of just like little things here and there, and I'm sure you've you know, it seems like you've rubbed elbows with. Quite the eclectic group of people, you know. Like it seems like a time or two, maybe J- uh, Jay Leno, or you know, a, an appearance like on the the West Wing, or you know, General Hospital, or and like you know, just things like that. I could go on, you know, by looking at your uh, yeah, your IMDB. resume
2: is very long.
1: Yeah, so so what do you yeah, have like? It, a, do you have a favorite yeah. story of um, you know, somebody cool or somebody that you looked up to that you ran into or was able to rub elbows with? Well, a
0: couple. One one of them the biggest excitement was I showed up, I'm not realizing it till I got there on set, but I did an episode of Arliss, the TV show Arliss.
2: Yeah, yeah, I see that on the list here.
0: HBO okay. show. And I was a, kind of like a, an executive at a baseball stadium and they were doing a, one of Arliss's clients was an ex athlete who was coming to sign autographs. And I had to meet with him to pay him, to give him his contract and get his money and pay him his money. And it turned out that it was actually James Coburn. And, I okay. believe it was one of the last things that James Coburn ever did.
2: Oh wow. wow. Okay. That was pretty
0: cool. That is yeah, cool to say pretty,
2: you you had that notoriety cool. of yeah, being on one of his final scenes.
0: Yeah, and I actually got to yeah, you know, I got to meet with him and, and talk to him a little bit at, at the end of his career. So it was you know, he's, he's someone he's someone that I wouldn't have watched for years. So that was pretty cool. And also I worked I worked for a month on, on Waterworld, uh doubling Kevin Costner and I, I remember one day I was walking along and I was in full makeup and hair and wardrobe. So I, I looked at, you know, people that knew him for years would come up behind me and take, and then they realized it was me. And, um, but he come walking up one day and I, I was setting the scene with the director and the, and the camera guys. And, you know, we did the scene and then Kevin comes out of his trailer to, to and he, he comes walking over to me and goes, Hey boy, what do I do? <laughs> so it was
1: pretty funny.
2: Yeah. No, that's you know. a,
1: that is fantastic, man. That's a notable
2: I, uh, one to have worked on. I believe that was like one of the biggest undertakings in movies at when it was when it was made and came out.
0: At the time, it was yeah. I only worked. I worked for a month on it after they came back to L.A. They were in Hawaii for for what seemed to be ever, um, and they had left some of the crew in Hawaii. That's how I. He had a regular guy that worked with them and. He was in Hawaii doing some second unit stuff, so I ended up working with Kevin here for a month. So, okay, it was yeah, pretty cause, interesting.
1: Because what I what I like about you know you too Jeff is you actually remember you know uh, some of the things that you've you know featured in or you know stories from behind the scenes sort of stuff. Because there's been times where you know we've asked actors or you know different types of artists certain things, and they're like, I don't remember. I yeah. I couldn't tell you. Especially you know?
2: with a resume as long right. as yours, absolutely.
1: Oh, thanks yeah, yeah I, I feel, feel like it's, it's easy, a easy hard road but, easy for you to forget <laughs> some stuff what um what other things are you working on in the future um you know because you of course showdown on the Brazos. I think you're playing like a reverend in that, aren't you
0: yeah i play a I play an old west uh reverend minister and it's a uh, it, you know it's it's it actually i don't I can't get too much away but uh it's he's a a good character. I open the movie um starts out with me talking and and uh, um. Throughout the movie, so it, it was a it was a nice nice little role. Um, I'm a reverend with a gun, so that's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> that is, that's my first, okay. my that's first cool question. That sounds like I a cool western. I, I, <laughs> I was afraid I wasn't going to get a gun. Yeah. I didn't get to ride. I didn't get to ride at all, but I got to at least have a gun, so <laughs> um, it, it was fun. But I, I got you know I did this year. I just did an episode of Station 19 for ABC, which is a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, thing. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. I see that. You played Martin. Yeah,
0: I did, I did, I did, uh,
2: yeah, I did a big, did a big guest
0: star on that. That should be coming out at the beginning of the year. Uh, another show called Ratchet for Netflix, which is uh, basically a prequel to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, no oh, way. Oh, wow. I haven't cool. even
2: heard of this. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I see, I see it on the
0: list. Got a great cast, an amazing cast. I have a, have a small role in that, a little guest role.
2: See, I hear Ratchet. Um, I would have guessed then, urban comedy. <laughs>
0: <But>. <laughs> yeah it, 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 it's actually gonna be fun it's gonna a, a crazy cast i mean you name these big names they're all in it it's it's gonna be pretty wild and then um let's see uh Brazza showed on the braza just another little action film called outrage which uh, is also in post-production and then i'm gonna hopefully be shooting my own film uh early next year
2: yeah, it's, you, oh, wow. you yeah, talked about your cordial. directorial debut. 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 De- 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 yeah. Is the there anything cordial. you can yeah. you can tell us about the cordon bleu? It's in French. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's actually it's a it's a fun little story written by a, a young lady named uh, Roberta Griffin, and um, I went I went to Ohio um, about a year ago to do a kind of a little toy con, kind of like a small comic con type thing an and I met some people there, and it was actually. F- uh, horror horror themes, so we get talking about it. And I told them that I this woman had sent me the script. And then a few months later, that some some of these people that I met back there called me up and said, "Hey, if you shoot that here, we'll help. You know, we'll raise the money and produce it. And they have crew people back there and the whole work, So I hooked up with this little group of uh, filmmakers in Van Wert, Ohio, and, and the surrounding areas. And um, it's a little film. It's actually a it's a pos- possession film, and uh, this girl gets possessed by demons and they basically, they, they start by messing, they get in her cell phone and they start, uh, they start, um, messaging her. And then eventually they get the phone rings and they, they get into her and they actually possess her. So oh, oh, possess oh okay. Okay. First. So it's like a yeah.
2: new, new age. Yeah. Tech technological obsession, possession movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like that. Well, Basically, you know, kids, kids, kids today, they don't really talk on their phones that much. They both mostly just text. And this girl, Absolutely. She's, uh, She's a, she's a lonely, kind of messed up kid. She's got a lot of problems, and she's a cutter. And so she's an easy target for the demons because she's vulnerable. So she ends up uh, going to see this this spiritualist or what have you, and the demons are there, and they follow her out. And then from then on, they start harassing her and turn her life and her family's life upside down.
1: Hmm. Hey man, man you're gonna sounds, I yeah. know you're gonna have to let us know when this uh, is, you know, starting to get more developed and uh, you know uh, oh, more out there to the absolutely. public. Because I want to help out with at least, uh, you know, promoting it. And I would definitely want to check it yeah, out. Yeah, I want to
2: follow up and, wa- and check it out myself for sure. It's Do you have a title or a working it's, title?
0: It's called The Demons Within. Is the working title right now? Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, if you, you need someone on, that looks like a demon. Uh, John
3: on, over here could help you out. <laughs>
0: follow along on, uh, you know, I got a Facebook page for The Demons Within and uh, also if you can uh, Instagram I'm a within one just follow me J.S. Davis actor I'm always I'll be posting stuff as we as we move forward Okay, cool. awesome. Absolutely.
2: Hey, we'll we'll we'll, pro, we'll cross promote that on to our group and through our to our listeners as well.
1: Yeah, so uh, we've been sitting here with Not Mr. Good. Jeff Davis, primarily an actor. Um hey man, we can't thank you enough for taking uh, some time with us and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you on Showdown on the Brazos and uh, some of the other stuff that you're coming up with Yeah, here really soon.
2: looking forward to both that and The Demons Within. Since since westerns are your thing, I appreciate. I want it. to see you in your element and then I'd love to see your directorial
0: debut. Absolutely.
1: all right thanks uh thanks jeff we'll let you go and um hopefully we keep in touch
0: thanks for having me on i appreciate it anytime thanks buddy thanks bye-bye okay bye-bye now
2: and we're out
1: Awesome
2: <laughs> Alright guys Let's talk shit about that guy Just kidding <laughs> He was awesome I can't
1: <laughs> At the uh, <laughs> Cordon de Bleu
2: Cordon de Bleu
1: That was terrible
3: what the
2: Fuck you dude Say debut he three his, times He made
3: his Cordon de Bleu On the show <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, No
3: that <laughs> was Sorry that was I cool.
2: blew my load On the talkie points the, there guys
1: That was uh, That was cool <laughs> to talk to him You know And f- I, I You know And make the connection With Showdown on the Brazos With um, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know With Bill Foster well, Talking feel, to him last week I felt week.
2: like Yeah let's mention that we talked to Bill Foster and uh, kind of diffused the tension. Yeah, it's also like, name we, drop. We, yeah, we know your boss. We Don't fuck this guy. interview up. Yeah, you'll never work <laughs> in that industry again. Yeah, we're always
1: watching. No, uh, he was cool, man. Yeah, and then Bluegill um, in the chat. He joined us and he says, "I was an extra in the Waterboy movie." Sweet. There's no so way. So that's next
2: r- next week, no, I, I bet you he was. Is I'll tell right? you why. I tell you why. I believe you in a second. So next week, our guest on the phone will be Bluegill. We're gonna ask him about the time he saw. Uh, Adam Sandler's stunt double from across a field. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, so how do Sounds Sounds interesting. So, how though. do you know that he was in because,
2: the Waterboy? Because, does anybody here know where the Waterboy movie was filmed? Most of it? Like most of the football scenes?
3: Probably a high school yeah, around it, here. It, yeah, I do. Deland. Deland, yeah, yeah. At so the, the main-
2: Stetson, Stetson. It was a shared field for Stetson. And, uh, well, it's the, it's and a, Deland high. The
3: high. Well, it's not Deland High, but it's one of the bigger high schools out there because Stetson, Stetson didn't have a football team until recently. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right.
2: Well, now they're using that stadium. It's called Speck Martin Stadium. It's I, didn't in DeLand. Know that. I know yeah. that because I lived in Deland and worked there forever. And people would tell me all the time, Oh, I, I, I was there for the filming. I know I meet people all the time. If you bring up Waterboy, they'll be like, Oh, I was there. I was an extra or I was in the crowd, probably a crowd extra. I'm assuming. Ah, so, I
1: mean, I guess it is believable then.
2: Wow. Adrian said that was interesting. I don't need your smug. Uh, don't patronize bullshit. us. Yeah. If ba- yeah, patronization. That's the word Nobody I'm going for. I Nobody likes it. Hi, I still
1: love you. If you yeah. want me to smack him, just <laughs> let
2: me know. Ah, yeah. We're <laughs> this close to each other. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. So we have. Um, really not much else to get to there was one thing i wanted to bring up we got some uh, digis before, well not really oh do, shit. do we though yeah. we have scoop on the group and then there was thanks one th- bluegill once yeah, again i was gonna say speaking for participating. of participating um uh, before we get to that though there was uh and then the sports um i wanted to talk about sports. this sports sportsing <laughs> <Sporting> with matt <laughs> So uh, th- and this one thing before that, uh, Amber Geiger, uh, she's been. I we were doing that in digis. Like breaking the news, we don't really have digi hears. Okay, why cool. do you think digi hears is going to happen? I don't know. I keep telling you, well, it's I, not, I have one digi. Stop
2: make- making
1: you hear a thing. I thought, thought it was like, a a really thing. Fuck
2: it. You know what? Yeah, Did you hear. We used to have a segment called digi hears. Yeah, it's, it's not a thing this
1: week. Well, okay. So for this week, it's right now, and we have one. Uh, it's I Amber it. Geiger. It's cool. Uh,
3: way, yeah.
2: to, way to patronize me after calling for people not to patronize us.
3: <laughs> Speaking hey, of that, Hear the Falcons suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: I did you. hear because
2: I haven't seen because I haven't seen but like ten downs of football all week. No, year.
1: Coco predicted the Falcons to do well, so that's partially his fault. I too. said that was a sleeper team. Mm, you might have jinxed it though. No. Uh, okay so amber geiger she's from dallas texas uh she got put away recently but she was on trial for um murdering somebody go like going into somebody else's apartment she thought it was hers she police was officer lady yeah police yeah. officer Off-duty police officer yeah she had just gotten home or something all the lights were out in this apartment that she walked into i guess she thought it was hers they all probably looked the same and then she shot somebody that was sitting down just eating ice cream watching tv minding their own business uh
2: in their own apartment so pretty much which like, she thought was her apartment yeah, because she was distracted. She was on the completely wrong floor. She was a floor below And I guess her. the
1: door is usually unlocked in her apartment or something? Probably. No, 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 no. See, yeah, I got a in? bunch of
2: details on this this week. Um, they believe that the door was left not not fully closed because they think he had a guest coming, and he left the door just pushed to.
1: Uh. So okay. that
2: it, whenever whoever he expected to come in came over, which is probably why he didn't freak out when she came through the door. He probably just kept sitting there thinking... Whoever he was in, expecting to come over had arrived.
1: Well, shit, and she freaked out. Well, That's and for she sure. freaked
2: out and very trigger happily uh, pulled out her gun. I guess she yelled a, a command, and then right behind that command pulled the trigger twice. The full first, the full bullet missed him. And the second bullet mm. killed him.
1: Mm. It's weird that your first bullet
2: missed him. The second sure you weren't on Waterboy too. <laughs> he's trying to be. I wasn't an extra. I was the star.
1: He's trying to be sober all month, and then he uh, yeah. he goes and, and is the worst at uh, tying his tongue. That's what happens.
3: That's what happens with functioning alcohol. Yeah,
1: his most sober element.
3: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm misfunctioning
2: up. with no alcohol. <laughs>
3: yeah, you're breaking. You gotta, down. Put,
2: you gotta put oil in your engine, guys. I'm just saying. He's shutting
3: down. Yeah, but the, speaking of her, did you see what happened at the trial though with the dude's brother?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Supposedly,
3: yeah, he's. I forgiven heard the, her. I heard it. I heard, he, he I heard what he said. He asked the judge to, like, if he could give her a hug. If like he could they hug embraced her, for like a good, religious. Like, couple minutes.
2: Here's the weirdest part. Afterwards, man, we're jumping around, but after yeah, after the fact, speaking of hugs and the judge, the judge hopped off the bench, walked over to where she was sitting. To be to hear her sentencing and gave her a Bible and hugged her him herself. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, think the judge might be going for some notoriety, you know, like trying to get famous, like some Belvin Perry or some Judge Ito. Anybody remember Judge, judge Ito, Ito other than me? The OJ case. Yeah. yeah. Good job, John yeah. Hannon. You were too.
3: I'm more like Polly. <laughs> I'm like more like Polly Shore movies when he's referencing from uh, what was the the. Uh, Jury movie that he did. Uh, oh wow, uh, Jury Duty. Jury Duty. Jury yeah. Duty.
2: That, terrible movie. But <laughs> so me, it's So yeah, all the, all the you know, I got a bunch of details on this. Um, you know, the details behind how could she? I remember when the story happened. It was only a year ago, which is another thing that I find very amazing. The quick turnaround on this trial. Normally, jury trials Usually drag out for, for years ever, and years, yeah. right? But I guess initially when this happened, they gave her what I thought she should have been charged with manslaughter because of. She didn't have the necessarily the intent. There was no premeditation. She didn't plan to murder this guy. She did what she thought she needed to do had she been in the right place at that time. Her own apartment. She happened to not be. Yeah, because she didn't because try to lie. She, was she didn't say I didn't do
1: it. No, no she yeah,
2: didn't. she she immediately called nine one one. And she was. I was like, oh, somebody's in my apartment. She walked out to the door, looked at the number outside the door, and that's when it all hit her. Oh my god, this is not my apartment. I thought it was. my I thought he was in my house. I thought. He I was think in the my only house. reason
3: it got kicked up for a little bit worse though is the fact that she is a police officer. The fact that she does carry and, and, yeah and, there was and, he's, social, and he's a black male which yeah you so know, that always definitely, fuels but, it a but little that, more
2: exactly but in retrospect that had nothing no bearing because it was dark he he had no more clue she was white than he than she had any clue he was black no yeah it yeah. just so no. happened to be that way it's that had nothing to do with the case but there was a social outcry in that oh you guys are playing what? favorites yeah <laughs> playing favorites because it's a cop and you're, you're not charging her with what you should charge her with. And like two weeks later, it was up to murder, which I don't know. I, obviously I wasn't sitting on that grand jury. So I don't have every detail, but from what I've heard and I've heard a lot about this case, even back when it happened to now when it's all kicking back up with her conviction and her, her sentencing now, uh, which is 10 years, by the way. Um, yeah,
1: that's how it ended. And if yeah, she's like five um, years, but uh, I,
2: I felt like, I don't know, maybe that was a over, an over over judgment well she can get it, she can get it, out on five murder.
3: five years i, I on, mean how after. how do you really judge somebody who pulled the trigger and killed somebody
2: Well, you have to, it's all the circumstances around, surrounding it. Did she drive over there with malice in her heart because she's mad or angry? Was it a crime of passion? You know, those are different things.
3: Well, those are death penalties.
2: Well, yeah. And I don't, I don't even know if they do death penalties in Texas anymore, but, uh. It's Texas. Yes. They do death penalties. you're probably right. They they did five this morning. Who am I kidding? But, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I guess she was looking at like anywhere from five to 99 years. Um, and they, I guess they came down with 10 and I don't know, is there going to be any good behavior time for that? Can you get out Atlas? Probably in the, maybe,
3: maybe based on like her service to the community. Cause they'll look at that, maybe past criminal record. uh, Absolutely. Which I feel she's
2: going to be zero cause she's a cop, you know? And, and I guess the, the details in how it happened, everybody, the whole time when it happened, I was asking, how does it happen? How do you not realize? Like, I, I I could totally have parked on the wrong floor, maybe walked almost to the wrong door, but I felt like I would have noticed prior to That's why getting I'm surprised, to the like room there was door.
3: no alcohol involved. no I know, alcohol, yeah. no
2: marijuana, she wasn't high. Apparently her distracting the things that bring weighing into her into her distraction where she was working a lot of overtime, so she was extra tired and she was she had just she was coming home. After her shift from having sex with another police officer, I think, or I don't know if he was a cop or not, but she was in this sexual relationship with somebody. She was leaving his place, going home, and I guess was receiving back and forth the whole drive home and the whole walk from the car to the house. They were sexting. And so she was
0: all in her phone and not paying attention to her
2: surroundings at all. And I, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess, I, I guess that could happen. It happened. Yeah. I, so I, there's your proof that I, it does happen, I mean, I, but.
3: Honestly, I feel ten years. It, it like it might be a little bit light, just because you if, feel it's light. I feel it's light. I feel
2: it's about right, if not maybe a little heavy.
3: I, I, mean, I, I see. I feel it's light just for the fact that you did take a human life You're while right. being while being a police officer. You know, so I, I think when you are when you have that honor, that privilege, that responsibility,
2: and that issued weapon, yeah, uh, that you she know, used to kill somebody with, r- right.
3: r-
1: really quickly too, as opposed to just taking a second just to figure everything out. She pulled up and shot him really fast. I mean, yeah, she I, it's, did it's not
3: she like I don't she think, was, it's quick like she was wearing like all her other stuff. She didn't have the taser. Like she was probably just had her sidearm with her. You know, right. yeah. Well, yeah well, and so. and that being said, in her own be a slap home. If wrist. that
2: was her house, if she was one floor above that, in her actual home, she would have been absolutely justified to do that. And she would probably be have walked. So that being said, I guess you gotta take that into account, but I don't know. I it's, feel like it uh, was a, a quick, a quick way. Yeah.
3: Cause I just feel like with the training reaction. that she's supposedly had received on how to defuse situations, on how to be able to subdue potential, like.
2: Right. Cause everything, everything, situation everything that before I heard was like, he wasn't
3: charging at her. Like, he was like a good distance away. That's what
2: I'm, that's what I'm done. So as that's well. what
3: I'm saying. Like, there was no, there was no, like, he didn't have anything in his hands. Like, there was no like suspicion of, oh my God, I need to shoot, shoot to kill, otherwise I'm going to be killed right away. So I think. Right. That's why it more went to murder versus manslaughter. Okay. Like, if he had reacted like, oh my God, somebody's breaking into my house, and then there was more of a confusion because there was a struggle or right. he lunged at her at the right, time, right. then maybe, okay, you know, she's still guilty of at least manslaughter, but the fact that you don't see any evidence of him combative, of him fighting back, of him right. showing intent to harm her with how right. that trick yeah, was. Yeah, and I think and again, that's,
1: that's where the most of the sentencing comes in. Yeah, that's, and I, I guess think she it, did give the a impulsive.
2: command to sit or arms up or whatever the command was, um, and then I guess he didn't comply. But it, from what I understand is it happened so quickly. I don't know if he would have had time to yeah, comply. Yeah, I was going
1: to say, it just seems like an, uh, an impulsive thing, and I think that's where most of the sentencing is coming from. Like after, Hopefully after the time that she serves, she could come out and say, maybe next time I won't just – you know, uh, react and Well, she's and not going to be allowed to ever carry a gun again. Oh, so. no. Yeah. Oh, nope. D-d-d- take that away for yeah.
3: sure.
2: Nope. You can just buy them on the streets, guys. Let's mm. talk about gun control. She's going to put on a
1: mustache <laughs> and go into Walmart.
2: Look, and yeah. Still, the
3: craziest one. thing to me is I actually watched the entire thing from the brother, though, on his speech. Yeah. I heard, on that, I heard to, that
2: just earlier today. Actually. On
3: wanting to give her a hug. Like the, the emotion that he had f- for that kid to be that strong to go up to somebody who took his older brother away, you know, totally give forgiveness. And he literally begged the judge on the stand, like he's like, "I would like to give her a hug." And the judge was kind of hesitant, and you could hear the tears in his eyes when he oh, said, yeah. "Please."
2: Apparently, they're they're all super religious. Part of what he was saying was, you know, I for I forgive you, you know, I hope you go to God and yeah. apologize. He's Like for I wish you didn't have this. to go to jail, and I feel like he'd forgive you. And he didn't want. Yeah, when I heard, it was like. It's like some tear jerking shit, like it's, it's deep, dude. And,
3: and the fact is, I see, feel for
2: everybody involved in this well, man because well, she, I feel like she's super legitimately remorseful, dude. But in the fact, when there's somebody.
3: incidents like this, people like to really like to kind of push it to the extreme, especially when like a police officer is involved with something, yeah, like
2: yeah, this. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because oh, yeah. there, there was like there was marches so. and
3: stuff like that, but I didn't hear anything yeah. severe with the march, you know. But the fact that the family really kind of stepped in and was like, We forgive you. You know, I I wish nothing but love and the best yeah. for you. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I know it was an accident, and that's I extremely think. rare. It, it, especially, unfortunately, number one in a race situation when it's white versus black. Also, too, being a cop versus a, a civilian, like mm-hmm. you don't see that at all. Normally, it's. You know, unfortunately to say is you want as bad as punishment as possible, and you also want to make as much money as possible off of it as well. Right from selling your story to suing the police department to absolutely doing whatever you want to do. And this family's just like we're hurting enough, you're hurting enough.
2: Yeah, like, man, let's just is try a, to console each other through this terrible time.
1: It's a it's a tough situation for sure.
2: So, um, you um know, natural segue sports.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be the uh the next thing we got Speaking um, of killing, as we're winding down. Did here. you hear
2: sportsing's going on?
1: Hey, well the last few weeks actually, uh in the NFL anyway, because we're gonna talk about MLB <laughs> postseason too, a little bit since October just kicked off and then uh okay, we're gonna the have hockey season this, just bro. came in. No, there's really not much to get to with those yeah, do, you know. It's, but um the, the NFL, yeah, they it's been a pretty wild first few weeks. I'm gonna chalk it up to scheduling because I I'm don't not think even
3: talking about the scheduling. No, it has nothing to do with scheduling. The mm-hmm. amount of injuries that are going on for most teams, especially injuries um, you know i think there's been at least 11 starting quarterbacks that have like been hurt for at least one game where they've had to have backup quarterbacks in um you know some of the some of the bigger name guys are going down to rothless like elbow you know nick, <laughs> nick foals went down a on week one now you got Minshew mania
2: oh really um, no i didn't even know yeah, Foles went down I mean, breezes out for breezes out for six weeks for or six something? To eight weeks yeah.
3: you know um and it's just kind of been amazing like not only with the injuries, but, you know, I picked the Jets to win their division. And and they're 0 3. And they're 0 3 because their quarterback caught freaking mono. Like, so it's like, oh, yeah, hey, all right, awesome job. And yeah, got there's, a lot
1: been, of there's been weird flu. You know, they, J- Jalen Ramsey from the Jaguars got, it, like, came down with the that's flu. That's a whole, whole other story. It's weird,
3: yeah, some of so, these sicknesses.
2: That cocaine flu will get you.
3: But, I mean, the Patri- the Patriots look on point again. Uh, The, the Bills played them really tough, which w- was kind of surprising. And if the Bills quarterback didn't get knocked out, uh, the Bills might have been able to pull that one out. Um, but uh, the, the NFC North is looking extremely tough with the Vikings, the Bears, Green Bay. I mean, the Vikings are kind of falling off a little bit, and but Detroit has been playing people extremely tough, almost upset the uh, the Chiefs last weekend. Um, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a ride this yeah. year, um, just to kind of see what's going on. And I love that the Cowboys finally played a real team, even with a backup quarterback, and the Saints.
1: Well, some of Do that – that's why I was mentioning the scheduling a little bit. It's like because, yeah, people are like, oh, the Patriots are 4-0, and they're amazing, and they're this and that. But, you, you know, they played the Dolphins, and then they played uh, – Yeah,
2: let me sound like a college fan. Who they played.
1: Yeah, well – But look at their oh, strength
2: of schedule.
1: Yeah, the strength of
2: schedule. Well, <laughs>
1: well the
3: Cowboys – so, cr- or not the Cowboys. The Patriots crushed the Steelers week one. That was when Roethlisberger was healthy. They had their full lineup in. Yeah, I think that right? was their um, best
2: matchup. Man, that know? was way back when they Antonio Bryant was – slightly crazy (laughs) yeah and then the Patriots played the Jets correct yeah Yeah, they they played played the Jets Jets with
3: with a backup with a third string quarterback defensive players hurt so but they played the Bills like I said they only won 16 10 the Bills were undefeated at that point in time as well too Um, played them tough Patriots do have a really good defense this year Um, Brady's kind of Brady but they have a little bit of injury problems on their offensive line there and the receivers are a little bit banged up so it's going to be interesting for them kansas city looks like it has a a pretty strong offense but their defense still isn't kind of holding anyone down
1: um yeah because i mean between undefeated teams it's the chiefs it's the patriots and then 49ers 49ers did you think the 49ers would be undefeated at this point
3: um no honestly i don't think many people did i think a lot of people thought the 49ers would be an improved team but I mean, there's so many two and two and three and one teams right now. I mean, your bottom feeder teams are kind of your bottom feeder teams, which a lot of people predicted in the beginning of the season.
1: Yeah, the whole um, AFC South is two and two: Texans, Colts, Jags, Titans, yep. all two and two. That's dolphins,
2: gonna be a, more like manatees, am I right?
1: Man, I did not say <laughs>
2: dolphins. It's a, it's I ain't a, got nothing. I was just looking at the record. Yeah, big that's old goose egg. Yeah, that's going to be an
3: extremely interesting battle with that division though for the rest of the way through and. Like all the teams have an opportunity. Uh, Jacoby Brissett really stepped in nice for Andrew Luck, and he's played a lot better. But credit to that offensive line to keeping him upright.
2: How's his neck beard? Mm
3: -hmm. His neck beard. uh, Yeah, is it it Luck luck
2: capacity or is he still building that up? All right, you know,
3: (laughs) you know everyone's favorite, the Texans, who a lot of people had running away with that division, just have no offensive line. They can't keep deshaun watson up and the biggest problem is is he's being hit and sacked more than any other quarterback in the league right now and he's not an overly big guy that it's eventually going to catch up to him and when you have all those weapons it's you can't get the ball to him when you're on your back
1: yeah yeah and i mean those players are getting open and they have good receivers hopkins fuller and then um
3: kenny stills It's
1: kenny Stills. i mean so they have Carlos receivers i
3: just stepped up in the running back position
1: yeah but i mean and if watson ever like and then that's one of those positions too where like sometimes it's kind of like a classic car or something when a When a quarterback gets injured, they rarely come back the same, you know, and so that's why I'm kind of worried about with like Roethlisberger and Breeze going through their injuries. I'm thinking that might be almost the end of them.
3: Uh, yes and no. you got to remember with Breeze, though, is Breeze went through a major arm injury going from the Chargers to New Orleans. And a lot of people never thought he would play again because anyone who would ever had that injury in the past, were, their career was done. Really? And after that injury. That was forever
2: ago, though, right? Because that, that was yeah, like first season or well, second That was season. like his
3: third or fourth season because okay. he was coming to the end of his contract. Uh, Chargers, he got hurt. Uh, he got hurt during the year. Chargers ended up drafting Philip Rivers. Breeze, Breeze played the following year, and then they ended up not resigning him because he got he got hurt. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. His shoulder up, and he was actually the Dolphins had the choice between Drew Brees and Dante Culpepper. Um, which would have just stabilized their... UCF Knights, core. baby. How yeah. yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> stupid of Pe- a
1: move that was that now?
3: Well, I mean, Culpepper was a, was a great quarterback at the time coming, to, coming out of Minnesota, like from, from the Vikings. It was like, Randy Moss, really I think, well.
1: was what made him look well, good. Randy
3: Moss, Chris Carter, but he was a bigger quarterback. He was very mobile, and... You know he had a he had a strong arm. And, yeah, but like, he was coming off an injury too, and has never fully recovered from that going into that system.
1: And when Breeze is like five foot eleven or six six foot flat, maybe yeah, they're, he's they're, a shorter. They say he's six foot. Yeah, yeah. I, I see him jumping over. They always over.
2: add though. They always add just like wrestlers. Yeah, like, it's like they but, always but his add two height inches. and weight exactly. A motherfucker ain't six feet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So of if
2: the he's six feet. His birthmark's only the size of a grape. <laughs> We all know that's false on both
1: oh, accounts. That's I like that thing. Okay, so of the of the teams that haven't won yet, so we got the Jets, zero and three, Dolphins, zero and four, Broncos, zero and four, Bengals. So of the Ooh, the
2: Bengals are really living up to the name of, this year.
1: Of the Bengals, Broncos, Jets, Dolphins, Redskins, and Cardinals, who do you think can turn it around? None of them. None like, of them. Yeah, no, yeah. There's there's wow. no saving there, their there, seasons. There,
3: there's no saving their seasons. I mean, the, if I, if I had to choose one. Um, it would probably be the Broncos just because of the fact that they do have a solid defense, although they did just lose Bradley Chubb for the rest of the season to a torn ACL, which is one of their top pass rushers. Um, Flacco's been there before, so he can just kind of control the game. But the fact that they let the Jaguars come back last week with a rookie quarterback to lose that when they, when they should have had that game in hand. Um I, I mean, the Cardinals have looked on and off this year. Kyler Murray, I, I think, is going to be overall a really good quarterback uh once they kind of get him some more offensive line help and stuff like that. But all these teams, you know, they're really playing for the bottom of the barrel. And there's a game week 15. Um, where it's going to be the Dolphins and the Bengals, and there's a lot of predictions right Ooh, now of that how both bad those it can be. teams are going to be zero and fifteen going into that. Wow!
2: So one of them's going to screw up the other one's number one overall draft. Unbeaten, unbeaten. So, unbeaten so there's really, <laughs> yeah,
3: there's really the like Bengals a conversation about The Bengals negative two, two <laughs> the Dolphins zero. <laughs> so a so, so win
2: for the Dolphins. So, Am I so, right?
3: Somehow the game ends zero zero in overtime in a tie. You know, so <laughs> oh, yeah, they yeah. got a coin
1: flip for the number one. Pick. Yeah, because and somehow, what team is it that has a tie already? That's uh, oh, there's a the, couple. Cardinals, the lines and the Cardinals. The so Cardinals yeah. and Lions have a tie, and like, it's and like bears, come oh on, my. I, I don't know. I got, I got
2: nothing, guys. I'm trying to. I'm You're trying to add. <laughs> Trying to add content to y'all sports <laughs> bonus. He's
1: trying to do the not your father dad joke. <laughs> yep. Well, your Braves, your Braves are up right now, three two. Go, bravos! And the breeze birthmark thing was real good. That no, was a good wasn't. one. No, it, it, was, it was, was a good
2: topic. It wasn't a good joke. I, it's fine. The neck, the that was Andrew Luck neck yeah. yeah, that yeah, was a, Okay, good all right.
1: Uh, okay, so and what about the MLB postseason? Um, there is it's October, so it's always it is October.
3: Tampa won the wild card game it's yesterday. It's October. Um, Washington the Nationals came back and beat Milwaukee, which was kind of a crazy ending to that game to win their wild card game. Uh, tonight, Atlanta versus St. Louis. Um, Atlanta should win the series outright. Um, might go to five games, but I think it'll be in four. It's best of five series. Only you, in the first round is it best of five, right? Yeah, only and in then the first best round is best of, best of five. Then it's best after. seven rest of the way, right? Um, I, honestly, I mean the teams really to look at right now from coming out of each. The Dodgers should threepeat going to the going to the uh, World Series.
1: So they're beating the Nationals in the first series.
3: Uh yeah, yeah. They should crush the Nationals in the first series. They just just way too much firepower on a team. Um and the the Astros. The Astros their their starting pitching is insane. Uh they have a really solid bullpen and from top to bottom in that in that batting order, they have power, they have speed. Like the last
1: few years they've been uh you know coming into their own. They've been establishing themselves. I uh, like I like Houston,
3: and I really hope you don't have any Yankees fans because my upset for the playoffs is actually going to be uh, the Indians upsetting the Yankees in the first round. Oh, it's the Twins or the Twins. I'm sorry, yeah, the, the Twins. Because
2: yeah. <laughs> and Twins. The, the
3: Twins. The Twins were cranking out a ton of home runs this year. So you like uh, they the, have the Twins pitching. for the World yeah. Series? I, well, no, I like the no, Twins to be, be, be the Yankees be... in the first round. the Lucid Astros. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: everybody's all high on the Astros. I was like the Astros. They're, I forgot about the Astros ever since is just uh, Bad News Bears. So insane. Yeah. Whatever they done since Bad News Bears,
1: not much. There was a lot of was a long time there, where they were a pretty shitty team, but now they're you know they are back on it for a few yeah, years. Yeah, and now.
3: they're they're built for the long haul. They're they're built for the next like f- at least five years to be a top contending team.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then um, uh, and there's really not much to say right now because the season just started with the NHL. You know they're dropping dropping the puck. I guess is the way. Yeah. The best yep, way to say. Yesterday, it. yesterday was the, the first puck.
3: games. Uh, some good games going on. I mean it should be another interesting hockey season. I'm not a huge hockey guy. I mean I'll pay attention a little bit to it but uh
2: i'd say you are
1: mm-hmm. i'm bigger than you no <laughs> <All
2: right. laughs> oh, you mean fan sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry
1: <laughs> yeah isn't that calling the uh the kettle black <sighs> <Fuck you>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right yeah the season's underway and um i you know i would like to think that the flyers are going to do pretty well for the hockey season but I mean, it's got to be a revenge season for Tampa. Tampa really has to come
3: out on fire this year. Yeah, right.
2: Didn't they get Tam- totally – they were super yeah. hot well, all year, well, and then they Tampa got destroyed smoked. everyone last year. Like yeah. T- Tampa and swept, had best right? record. They swept in the and finals or the playoffs?
3: In the first round of the playoffs. E- so they were the one seed. They lost to the eight seed. They got swept. So Tampa's got to come out with some fire But uh, it's this the year.
1: Golden Knights. They came because they had – just started. They're a brand new years fucking ago, team yeah. and and are all of a sudden at the, you know, top 3 teams in the league. And yeah, the are Knights, they still like they
2: yeah, oh still, yeah. the Knights oh last
1: yeah. night
3: played San Jose, they won 4-1. Won some good money on that game. Um but yeah, like the the Knights are a good team. Uh, Tampa's a good team. I think you'll have some of your traditional powerhouses in there. I, th- I think the Red Wings might surprise a few people this year. Uh, they got a lot of really good young players. Um Colorado should be uh, pretty solid this year. Um Pittsburgh just depending on how like uh, Crosby and all them guys do out there. He's still
2: playing? I yeah, don't recognize yeah. that name. Okay. Yeah, Sidney Crosby. Yeah, man, there's a there's a hockey e- name e- I know. <laughs> Even I recognize that yeah, name. Yeah, Hows Gretzky doing? <laughs> there's
1: like excitement there when you when you hear somebody oh, yeah. that you recognize. But <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it definitely
3: should be an interesting hockey season. Um and I mean we'll see. There's a lot of games on tonight, so we'll kind of see where they left off. Yeah, the least. Yeah, well and there's 82 of them, so It'll it's going to be a long season. definitely
2: be cool. Oh, it's going to be cool. Out there on the ice. Mm. Bring a sweater. I got nothing. All right. It's All funny right. that you guys uh, right. bring up. You mentioned uh, You Are mentioned we? baseball, and you kind of did the, the little wrap up there. Did you hear that uh, Baseball Hall of Famer David Ortiz is back and pretty much fully recuperated after being shot in the Dominican Republic? He
1: was recovered from it. Well, uh, okay. he
2: threw out the first pitch. I feel like for the end of the regular season, kind of throw throw out to the the postseason. Yeah, he
3: still got a long road recovery because he. Had but he's a well lot enough of, to come out and yeah, throw yeah. the first
2: pitch, you know, and just kind of say hello to everybody. For
1: uh, for Boston,
2: like yeah. Boston yeah, threw uh, yeah, it out for, for their Boston. opening game. Um, yeah, was like three weeks ago, but yeah. It, no, I, I thought it just happened like last week. It was, really like it was good, man. Don't call me on my times. Dang. <laughs> um, but you know, in a bittersweet turn, right afterwards, he celebrated. With traditional Dominican ramen passed away shortly after. Rest in peace, Big Poppy. Oh. Mm. Okay. Don't, don't drink things in the Dominican. Yeah, fair enough. That's, that's the okay. moral of my story. Okay. Um,
1: uh, more of yeah. a moral of a story well, than a joke.
2: That pretty much wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honesty and humor is just brutal. <laughs> I like it when you have the puns better. The More, more, more pun heavy stuff. More puns? Stuff is what people I'm hate for. puns. Just
2: I, me. I, I love puns.
1: I see here's the thing. I don't like puns, but I still want more of them. Okay. If that makes sense. It doesn't? No. I, I You lo- like to be
3: punished, nished, apparently. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see? He loves it. Oh, Look at him. He's got a pun <laughs> See, boner. I
1: hated that but love it so much. <laughs> I don't I can't explain it. Uh yeah, and that just about um wraps it up for us this week. Uh Coco, thank you for coming on Thanks again. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll uh we'll see you at the top of the month uh for November. Uh, the
2: first of the month. Call M- Matter C- our monthly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and flow has a monthly flow of the month. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we hope you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can uh, laugh with us or at us, it doesn't matter and Coleman.
2: Tip your pizza maker, the buzzed word was sober, ironically enough.
1: Sober which Every time I still we said sober am you should be taking Sober a drink. October. Sober October. Oh, and that's I'll bring a couple you, drinks I'll bring right you uh, there.
2: special pizzas picks next week for not getting to it this week. It oh, actually, been, it's more fitting next week. Oh, it's more we did, fitting.
1: We did have a scoop on the group. Um, I don't we'll want to get to it right now. Too. Yeah, we'll bring that next week. Uh, if anybody really needs to know, love bugs are not from Florida. They're from Central America, and then they migrated over here.
2: Okay. They don't eat mosquitoes. Yeah.
1: Uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning Spoiled. in. We will see you guys for episode 110. And uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, FTI and, Live and, and
1: 110. FTI Live
2: 9. So, somewhere Nine,
3: between 109 know. and 120. Like, right. just, there you yeah. go.
2: So, all right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Bye.